In 2020, two average Canadian guys were sent to Brooklyn to try all the restaurants given a B rating by the New York City Department of Health. Their mission, to review these eateries and undo the stigma of the city's sanitary code. Today, wanted by health inspectors, they dine between A and C. If you see a B rating, if you want them to try it, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the B team. Hello and welcome back to The B Team, a podcast where a pair of B-rated guys review New York City's B-rated restaurants. My name is Corey Wright. I'm Mark Carrasco. Mark, uh, we're talking about a fan favorite today, a very accessible food. I can't, almost can't believe it's even taken us this long to talk about it, but we went to a pizzeria. So this is going to be the pizza episode. It was the Sicilian elephant in the room. I think I think it needed to be addressed. We went to Joe and Sal's Pizzeria in Crown Heights, which was, I believe, your pick this week. We'll probably get into that a little bit later, but I think we got to get right into it. We got to talk about some pizza. Yeah, no, let's uh, let's dive in. What what? So, Corey, what what do you look what do you look for in a pizza? Like, what what what's what's kind of your your pie choice? My pie choice? I think I'm definitely a pepperoni man. Okay. I definitely like a good, you know, a pepperoni and a mushroom or. When I say pepperoni, you know, that could be a lot of different meats. You know, that's your salami, it's the cup and char, it's the Brooklyn pep. You know, yeah. it's, it's a lot of different types there. But I think I'm generally just hitting up kind of a nice greasy pepperoni, cheese, mushroom, maybe some olives on there. Uh, what about you? What's your go-to? It's, it's the cup and char. Is that is that like a widely used expression? Like, I know exactly what you mean, and I know a few places that use it. But I, I think like the first time I saw that, I was... I think I was taken aback as like cup and char. But then when you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, I mean, it's very evocative because you're like, oh yeah, you can like see the pepperoni like cupping up and getting crispy. And and the grease just piling up inside. Oh, it's just this beautiful little, uh, like it's it's kind of like a bird bath, but for flavor. Or if you, if you like, you know, if you know you like flip over, you have like a kiddie pool or something in your yard and you forget to flip it over when it rains and it just kind of fills. Uh, it's like that, but instead of uh, dirty rainwater, it's flavorful pizza juice. I don't know how you're living these days, but I certainly don't have a backyard lots or of a kid, kitty, lots or of kitty pool. pools. Lots of kitty pools. <laughs> hey, what 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 else am I just gonna like awkwardly like hang out of while I'm like having a beer and like uh, yelling at the delivery guys? Oh, Mark. But really, uh, what's your what's your go to pizza? And you know, give me give me your go to slice, your go to pie. Yeah, I think when I'm ordering pizza, my number one is generally there's always going to be some sort of spicy, either sausage or pepperoni pizza. Like usually I don't, I don't spicy even see good. Yeah. I usually feel like my hands are kind of tied a little bit. Like I'll go to a, a pizza place, anything from like a slice joint all the way to a nicer, like Neapolitan, like wood fired pizza place. And there's always that one pizza. that's like the Diavolo or like, uh, you know, something like that. And it will generally just have a bunch of signal words like spicy and sausage and pepperoni and whatever. And I just like, okay, I guess I have to get that or, you know, be like chili oil. So I I would say that's, that's generally always my pick. Um, If I, if if I'm getting just kind of a typical like chain order. uh, Yeah, definitely love the, definitely love pepperoni, especially if if the, you got to give me those pepperonis on top. So they crisp up. There's nothing worse than when they, bury those pepperonis underneath the cheese that's like i don't know if anyone still does that but that's that, that's almost that should be fraud like don't 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 hide those pepperonis see you have actually converted me to the cup and char which we're getting both pepperoni on top you're getting a little bit of char on that yeah. so 
I definitely have you to thank for that. Love, it's a recent uh, Just addition. love those crispy bits. You know, also a, a, a favorite pizza of mine. So I, you know, I do like, I do like like a Buffalo chicken slice, but actually I love this. This goes back um, all the way when I was in college. My favorite order was the big slice, <laughs> not, not big slice. Uh, I, I loved getting chicken feta and hot peppers. Okay. So like, you know, like banana peppers. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah. Chicken feta and, and banana peppers for whatever, like the saltiness of the feta, get a little bit of spice and a little bit of like acid from the peppers. And then the, the chicken just kind of adds like a bit more like texture to it. Um, yeah. Great, great combo. That was like one of my go-tos. I, that you're hitting me from left field there. I don't think I was expecting feta cheese on Mark Orozco's favorite slicer pie. I mean, I should say we are very spoiled living in New York, having access to some of the world's uh, finest pizza. But, I, you know, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, like Listen, uh, that's that's what I do. I just I hit you from left field. Um, I also I will say I'm a huge Hawaiian pizza fan. Where are you in Hawaiian? I was not into it growing up. I'm probably still not into it now. I think now there's a bit of a stigma even with pineapple. Well, on pizza, I feel like, right? the, yeah, the, so, so the, the Hawaiian or, or the ham and pineapple pizza, I feel like for the last, you know, may, I don't know, maybe the, maybe the debates are over, but that was like a huge internet debate was like, does pineapple belong, belong on a pizza? It became so ubiquitous. It's, it like made its way into like Tinder profiles, uh, which is where I get um, all of your news. Yeah, that's that's where I take the temperature <laughs> on popular culture. Is I'm like, oh, I guess tacos are tacos are back. Tacos are back. I have to list my height everywhere now. Apparently, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just grew up eating it. So for me, it was never like a strange pizza topping. And actually, I find that in Canada, where we both grew up, I think it's a lot more acceptable. A up lot in Canada. more popular. Yeah. Like, I I would go as far as saying it was a top four common pizza order if i was you know back in my well, Corey, you might not know this but i have a distinguished career as being a class president in in elementary school <laughs> uh all the way i think i think were, yeah. you, were you a one term or two terms i actually uh i actually had like a a pretty a pretty nice career uh they kept bringing me back i, I guess it was i really was a uh, change they could believe in Holding, but, holding back and bringing back are two different things. Uh, you know when people talk about like draining the swamp? Uh, I was the <laughs> class president version of the swamp. Uh, you know, I was just, I was getting my, I was getting my beak wet. You know, there was, if anything was getting done, it was going through me. But, but actually r really my, like, I think s my sole responsibility was organizing the like pizza lunches. And I, I feel like it was always, you know, pepperoni was the most common. Then you had, you had some cheese for like the freaks. And then there was I think essentially like the deluxe or like a veggie. Um, I think it was called the deluxe at the time, but it's, it's a, it's like the veggie. I slice. know exactly what you mean with deluxe. Yeah. I can picture that. Yeah, slice. exactly. It's yeah. like some, some like shitty mushroom. Black olive. Yeah. And then like a little bit of bell pepper. It, it's like a bad slice. And then, and then the, the next one through the door was Hawaiian. Speaking of elementary school pizza lunches. I don't know why these two foods are just like always linked together in my mind, but whenever we would do pizza day at like an elementary school lunch, the side would always be like a long John donut. So like I just associate long Johns <laughs> with, with weird like that pepperoni is, slices, but that does not seem like connected at all. But just in my mind, like, you know, it's like Pavlov's dogs where like, you're like, just you getting just them eat like a bunch of dough. And then for dessert, you just have longer, fluffier <laughs> dough. Yeah. Dessert dough, you know, like sinistics. But it's not even statistics. Like statistics <laughs> would make sense. Uh, also, I, I actually found recently I encountered someone who didn't know what a long john was, and I felt like an absolute <laughs> freak for having said that. Then, 
Because I was just like, yeah, you know, like a long john. And they're like, what are you talking about? You know, you eat it with your ketchup chips and five yeah, alive. Yeah, and I was like, you know, like like it's just like a donut, but it's like long. And she's like, that's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's, it was apparently not a description. Uh, so we both hail from Canada. And I think we've just established that Canadian pizza habits might be a little different than they are in New York. I don't know about you. I probably eat a lot more pizza since I've moved to New York about, you know, seven, eight years ago. I'm curious, how has living here changed Mark Roscoe's pizza eating habits? It's interesting because I eat way, way less, but that's just a function of I'm no longer in college. The, The truly the New York pizza experience, the unique thing is like the slice joint, right? Like I, I don't think, you know, Toronto specifically we had you you can get a slice at pizza pizza a truly odious <laughs> pizza chain that's uh, that's coming up later but continue okay okay we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna discuss pizza pizza okay uh there was also you know there was big slice which was like actually you know again not good pizza but it was like at least like a unique comically big slice <laughs> it was <laughs> I, you know, I think we're going to say that and anyone who is not from Toronto or did not experience Big Slice, whatever slice you have in your head, it's way bigger. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's bigger than you want it to be. Like, it, is, it is unwieldy. It's like someone, it's like if, if you went to a pizza place and it was being staffed by like Rob Deerdick or like, or like Ashton Kutcher and they were just trying to like punk you by like giving you a just stupidly big piece of pizza. Like that's kind of what it was, but that was their business model. Hey, I mean, it, it got me in enough late nights. So that's for sure. Yeah, but. it was, it was passable, but, but yeah, I think, I think other than that though, I think, I think most places I've lived, the one thing you don't get is like a really great, you know, you don't get, you don't have a lot of options for just great. Just like walk up, you know, pointed, pointed a pizza on the counter. Uh, and then they throw it in the oven and heat it up for you. Whereas in New York, that is very much, you know, very much available at any neighborhood you're in, in the city, you could typically find a pretty good slice. So, so I think my, my, my slice conception's gone through the roof. However, I just order so many fewer like pies to my place. Uh, part of that is, you know, I'm not in college. Uh, I remember when I was in college, anytime there was like a lunch talk, you know, there, there was you know, people trying to like, you know, some, some organization at your school was trying to get people to come see, you know, see hear some like random speaker, uh, you know, the number one most effective method of getting people through the door was having the pizzas. So when I was in, when I was in college and graduate school, just, just eating just Papa John's or Domino's, uh, you know, three or four times a week. Uh, it's pretty rare now, especially as a man living by his, his, uh, by himself, uh, not, not crushing a lot of pizzas in the apartment. I feel like that just makes the reality of, uh, being a man eating alone in his apartment, uh, just feel a little, a little too real. Like there's just, there's just, it, you know, it's, it's kind of like drinking alone where it's just like, oh, this, I can kind of see this from a, from a third, from a, from a third perspective. Like I am watching myself eat this pizza and it looks lonely. <laughs> I think the world needs to know that you did eat an ice cream cake for the better part of like 10 or 11 days. And for people that haven't had an ice cream cake in a while, like that's a lot of, that's a lot to put down. Okay. But like, <laughs> let, let me be clear that the first time the, I, I got the ice cream cake among friends, you graciously drove me out to a Dairy Queen in Staten Island to accomplish this task, which is not a joke. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but you, you know, I think it's fine. I think it's fine eating leftover cake by yourself. I think if you're, if you are, if you're ordering a large pie for yeah. yourself, that's a problem. Or, yeah. or if you're, if you're, if you are eating a cake and the first slice you take, there is no one else around. Uh, that's, that's a problem. Uh, something's either gone either, either what you had planned went horribly wrong, or this is what you did plan. And then you need to evaluate your life. So I agree with you that my slice consumption is way up. I'm pretty sure the first few years that I lived here, I was not ordering pies at all, but I think I'd also cut out most fast food because when you're living in New York, it's like, oh, a slice, that is like the go-to fast food. So I think the consumption went way up. Wait, wait, so you, you would cut out fast food, including slices, or you would cut out fast more, food more and More like your McDonald's and replace it with okay, slices. I, I, yeah. I completely agree with you. Like where, Whereas in other places I might have... Uh, you know, after I'd lifted a few steins, I might have tried to go to a Wendy's or something. Uh, here, it's like I just you basically just never yeah. do it. You just you go find a slice. Yeah. And, you know, I've had some pretty interesting slices out here. There's a great place on Long Island. It was like a cold cheese, which is like a cheese pizza with some sprinkled like cold mozzarella on top, which is quite good. But I think wait, for. Wait, what? They sprinkle cold mozzarella yeah, on top? Yeah. Like just, you know, room temperature. Why or whatever. is that good? It's, it, it sounds weird. It's better than you think. But. Corey, they're supposed to they're supposed to melt the cheese. That's pizza. <laughs> they do melt the cheese. This sounds like a lunchable. <laughs> There's some people on Long Island that are gonna have some real problems with listening to this. Come at me. Cold cheese, you're doing it wrong. But uh you I will say <laughs> reread the recipe. <laughs> but like for me, even coming home, like if you go to, you know, if you wind up after a night out, like you're when I was living on the island, I'd stop at Penn Station to get on the train. I'm grabbing a slice of Rose's pizza. Like that is one place where I was getting a lot of my pizza early on during my time in New York. And really, I mean, you know, unless you go, I mean, there's so many great pizzerias around here too, but I pretty much cut chain pizza out of my life when I moved here too. Like if you're eating chain pizza in New mm. York, I, I think there's also uh, some evaluation that needs to go on. So I'll challenge you there. I did not completely cut chain pizza out of, out of my life. Uh, in fact, uh, my COVID Christmas dinner this year... <laughs> Was Domino's for one. Domino's. Here's the thing. I agree that we are surrounded by much, 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 much better pizza options. And there is there is great pizza places in every neighborhood. I have multiple fantastic pizza places that I'm within the delivery radius of. Domino's is not, to me, pizza. Domino's is its own category. If I want Domino's, pizza won't do. If you want pizza, you shouldn't call Domino's. <laughs> They'll tell you that. So once in a while, I will get a craving for the Dirty D's. And then I'll pull the trigger on it. They've got a great app. You can you, you got to like make your little pizza on your phone. It arrives. there. It, 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 one, one of the rationale for me ordering it too is you know it's open. Sometimes, you know, your local pizza place. The best availability it's unclear. is availability. Hey, that's, that's not nothing. It's not nothing when it comes to pizza. So I, I am familiar with this argument. Uh, I know that it's, there is a, there is room on the pizza spectrum for this. I'm just saying that for me personally, like I'm, I'm haven't really gone down that path, uh, since moving here and you haven't walked the, the Domino's trail. 
I actually had to look up the other day. I was like, what are the top pizza chains uh, in the U.S.? Because really, after we go to Pizza Hut and Domino's and Little Caesars well, Domino's and Domino's got to be number one. Pizza, Hut, pizza Hut's probably not up there anymore, right? Like you, you, you've, I mean, I think there's it was based on like sales, and I think it was pretty high up there, but that's the thing. It's, it's, after, it's a big af- Midwestern thing. I, I don't, is there a Pizza Hut around here? I think there has to be. Oh, maybe. Do you have, you know, think do you about have a it. list? Uh, I could look it up, but. I think the thing is, like, if try to name another pizza chain after Domino's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, Papa John's, was, like, what I, else are you going I was with? holding on to Papa John's. So, I mean, you're asking the wrong person because, like, I'm, I'm like, a, a little bit of a chain restaurant maniac. So, I probably could rattle off a, like, uh, Blaze's Pizza or, like, a Godfather's Pizza or Herman Cain's uh, former former pizza place. I, sh- I, I think it also needs to be said uh, Little Caesars... Has the has the hot and ready pizza, the five dollar pizza that's ready and waiting for you, or as we call them, the grease wheels. Uh, loved loved going over to Little Caesars, getting a grease wheel, crushing it, getting a little dipping sauce. Oof, having a good time. It's funny you talk about hot and ready. Uh, this is another one of our Corey and Mark go from Canada to the U.S. and have to like translate different sayings. Uh, the slogan for Little Caesars in the U.S. is not hot and ready. It is. Pizza, 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 pizza. Yes. And the reason it can't be in Canada is because there's that other chain that already took the name pizza, pizza. And a horrible chain at that. that that's like double infuriating. I will say their fried chicken's not bad. I know. Uh, Those little chicken bites are not. Yeah. That's actually probably one of the better things. Yeah. Thing. Chicken, chicken. Yeah. That, that's good. So I'll give you a few. Yeah. So after this is according to. I think it's some sort of like by sales, like national retail network or something like that. So they have after Papa John's, they have Chuck E. Cheese's listed as number five. What a wild, oh man, that would have been. I mean, if you're just going straight sales, I guess. But the thing is like, it's just, that's so funny. Cause like you, I would never, that would have, I would, I would have gone through like 20 places before Before you got to that. Yeah. Actually, I was talking. I don't even know if I would have ever even got there. I'd like, cause it's like a weird, like conceptual jump talking to uh producer taylor she described Chuck E. cheese as the original pizza rat which i thought was very good and deserve yeah. a shout out i don't know if i've told you this story uh when i was a kid i, I must have been very young like uh you know probably i don't know i'm really are, i'm really bad at guessing the ages of children like i, I for I, some reason okay. i just I have no, I just have no, whenever like someone like, that's, that's usually a problem children have with adults. I, I know, but it's like whenever, you know, I see a friend's baby or something, I'm like, like, what's your kid? Like 15. They're like, she's three. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was, I was, I was so young that like, I don't think I was like speaking or anything, but I was like, walk, you know, I could like walk and stuff and I was fine. I think it was like my brother's birthday at a Chuck E. Cheese and everyone, um, and my brother is five years older than me. So it was a lot of older kids were. Uh, having a great time that, you know, Chuck E. Cheese, they, I think they had like the animatronic band and then Chuck E. Cheese was like out on the dance floor. Right. And so all the kids that were just like full of orange soda and pizza and just like super hyper. Cause they like traded in all their tickets for pixie sticks, like absolute idiots. They're not saving up for the good prizes. And then so that, you know, everyone was wired, having a good time. Chucky comes out in the big suit. Everyone is like cheering, dancing around him. I think I got into the action because I was like, oh, everyone's excited. I'm going to like dance around with them. Uh, I fell and Chuck E. Cheese stepped on my face and gave me a black eye. (laughs) 
Oh man, the wrong air. You could have cashed in on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? If, 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 if I lived in a more litigious country, I, I probably could have come after them. Okay. So I'll rip through a few more of these. Uh, number six is Papa Murphy's Take and Bake. Okay. Number up. seven is Marco's Pizza, which I've never heard of. Eight is Round Table Pizza, which I have heard of, but haven't heard that name in a minute. Mm-mm. CC's is number nine. Oh, yeah. That's the, um, I think they do like the buffet. CC's is yeah, like a CeCe's. pizza buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what about Sabaro? Uh, Sabaro is not on here. I will say. Interesting. Had a real weird experience at a CC's in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Go on. And Hungry Howie's Pizza is number 10. What was your weird experience at a CC's? It, what did CC do to you, Corey? No, no. CC's didn't, didn't do anything to me. <laughs> CC's I was, was, was I was at a restaurant next door to a CC's and we, we went in, we sat down at a table. We we're the only people in the restaurant, which is always like not a great sign. We ordered a side, we ordered chips and guac for the table. The server came out, only gave us like a ramekin of guac, went back, like got our waters, spilled a couple of the waters and just said it wasn't meant to be <laughs> to which we were just like, there's a lot going on here. And we just put, you know, five bucks down on the table to cover the guac. And we just went next door and CC's was the only place that was open. I digress. Well, okay. That doesn't sound like you had a weird experience at a CC's. It sounds like CC's was like the safe port in a, in a store, but wherever the hell that other place was. That's true. I, That's fair. That was, that was, lie. that was, I that was, appreciate yeah. the completely fatalistic waitress you had. <laughs> just listen. It's funnier. It wasn't meant to be. But I, my point is, is that, I don't think I've had pizzas at at least half of the top chains in the country. Like I've probably had more bagel bites than I have had any of these things. Like Ooh. it just, yeah, it's, it's chain pizza. You know, it's just not once you move here, it's almost like it doesn't exist. We've, we've talked, we've talked bagel bites before, right? I'm sure we have. Okay. That's like, that's actually one of my favorite foods growing up. I absolutely loved bagel bites. I did too. I will say, if you're talking about pizzas that you ate growing up, I'm not sure what the Horasco family like to get, where you guys like to order from. Our family was a big Delicio family. Oh, no. Which is, real quick for our American listeners, that's the Giorno. Like, they okay, call yeah, it the Giorno down say, here. It's like, yeah, it's Delicio, like I'm pretty sure, thing, is a right? Canadian thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, those things were just brutal. Um, All the things that make, like, New York pizza great, like the thin crust and, like, the really interesting toppings, like... You're just getting like a thick piece of bread with some cardboard underneath that I'm pretty sure at least once my mom put in with the cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a kind of a common yeah. faux pas, but uh, yeah. so I, so I think that with the, I think the frozen pizza is something I've completely cut out of my life. When I was in college, I did a lot of the Dr. Utker little pizzas because they were like a dollar each at the no frills I lived above. That's different. It's like, you know, the, the little Pillsbury ones too. That's just, yeah, like, it's different. It's, it's, a, you know, it's like a cracker crust. It's, it's like, it's more of like a flatbread. It's not, I, I wouldn't even really call it pizza. It's, that's like kind of, I would put it on par with like eating like a hot pocket. It's like, it's not like you're making like a big thing for a group of people. It's like, I need sustenance. This thing was a dollar. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, but they're bad. But like, yeah, I think, I think the frozen pizza is something. Actually, I will say those, those Pillsbury ones, was it? Or was the McCain? The Pillsbury one, I think they came in like sets of two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were unreal. Yeah. I love those. And those are different. That's and the different. pepperoni were like the little square cubes. Yes. Yeah, we used to get those from Costco and just crush them. I, like, and like, I didn't love like the pizza pops. 
McCain's uh, Pizza Pops? No, no, no. Oh, It was yeah, the same yeah, company. Because yeah, yeah. then McCain Pizza did the Pizza yes. Pocket, which was better. Because that was like the round one that was baked. Um, man, I actually, I, that's also another thing. Neither the pizza. So like in Canada, there is a there was a war between the two kinds of frozen, essentially calzone varieties. But like the little mini ones that are essentially, you know, in the States, the only analog is like the hot pocket, but it's not quite the same. But in Canada, they were widely popular. And there was the pizza pop, which was the circular kind of baked one. And then there was the pizza. Oh no, pizza pop was the uh, was the was the one that was more, it was of, more a of like clam a clamshell. Or like a pizzone. It looked like yeah, a Yeah, that pizzone, one looked more yeah. like like a well, calzone, because pizzone is the Pizza Hut Pizza Hut variety. Pizzone, yes. I know uh, what I said. But isn't there like the Papa Zone or whatever? What's the Papa John's one? It's I've a, never it eaten the Papa John's. Awful name. Um anyways. And then and then there was the the pizza pocket, which was the round one that was more like baked and supposed to be I liked that one a lot more, but I do love that that was like this whole Pepsi versus Coke debate. And then meanwhile, in America, they had like Hot Pocket and nothing else. But yeah, um, the only pizza I truly hated were the like big frozen pizzas. Like I always hated Delicio slash DiGiorno. Always. Um, Even when I was a kid, which is weird because like normally you're just psyched to have any pizza, but like that stuff was always trash to me. Uh, and now I would never even consider getting it because if I'm going to eat something that's like that unhealthy, it's got to be at least tasty. Yeah. It can't be like objectively, like kind of bad. Like, so I don't think I would ever go back Yeah, Those, those things, those things sucked so bad. So on the topic of bad pizza, and it's funny because I know a lot of people always say there's no such thing as a bad pizza, like DiGiorno (laughs) regardless, like pizza pizza at the end of the end of the day you are still eating pizza. And I think back, I was 17. This is summer before I went away to college. And there was a pizza place back in my hometown. And I go to the place after school. I see a couple of pizzas in there. I get one. And on the bottom rack of like their little uh, circular rack or whatever you want to call it, it was like a veggie pizza. And I got a slice and it was, you know, fine. Like it's, it wasn't very good, but hey, you're a teenager after high school. Like you want to eat something, right? A couple hours later, probably closer to like, 8 30, 9 o'clock. My dad's like, Hey, I'm, I'm really craving a slice of pizza. You want to go out and grab one? So we go back to the pizza place. I am pretty sure the same veggie pizza was still on the bottom rack of this like glass container. <laughs> and I was just looked at it. There was really no options there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pull the shoot on this. Like this one's looking pretty bad. He really wanted this pizza. He was undeterred. So I go over to subway. I grab a sub I come back and he is just sitting in the pizza place with like a real disappointed look on his face and a couple of slices in front of him. And I could just tell that he is not having a good time. <laughs> and I think the restaurateur could also tell that he was not like super into it. And he's just like, Oh, how, how is it? My dad's like, uh, to be honest, it, it's not very good. And the guy looked at him and was like, well, I mean, I can give you like another one if you want. And he's like, no, no, no. Like the answer to this pizza isn't good isn't more pizza. (laughs) So we're driving back uh, to the house and my dad takes another bite just to like make sure he wasn't crazy. And he was so disappointed that he rolled down the window and threw the slice out the window. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I don't condone littering, but for dramatic effect, it seemed like that that's what that pizza needed. And uh, the kicker was that the sub I got from Subway was a pizza sub, which I'm pretty sure was better than said pizza. (sighs) I don't hate the pizza sub. If you, if you get it on uh, the flatbread, 
that's a little hack. If you like, you know, the, you can get like the flatbread instead of, instead of yeah, that's a little pizza sub on flatbread. Uh, not bad. Uh, actually, when we were talking about bad pizza, I forgot like, um, when I was in Copenhagen, we would eat seven, sardine pizza, Seven Eleven pizza. That's low. I've done that before. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> low. If you want to talk about some bad pizza. <laughs> It's basically, fr- it's like, that's above frozen pizza. Like 7-Eleven pizza is as close to frozen pizza as you can get without <laughs> being frozen pizza. Although 7-Eleven, you know, you send someone out to the store, you're like, hey, get me uh, some pizza, some churros and like a candy cup. They're coming back. They got all three, you know, like that's, that's oh, where you got to go. <laughs> the candy cup. <laughs> the funny <laughs> thing is I know exactly what you mean. You get the ones with a little orange sticker at the front. <laughs> Did you ever did you ever go up for candy cups? All the time. So a few more big picture pizza topics. I think I know where you stand on this, but if you had to pick between kind of your New York like thin crust style versus Sicilian versus mm-hmm. deep dish, where do you fall on the pizza spectrum? Um, I mean, this isn't a hot take, but like deep dish is trash. But I feel like kind of everywhere, everyone kind of got there. Like even even if you talk to people from Chicago, like they're like, we don't like deep dish either. Um, you know, Lou Malnati's is like the big one out there. Um, I think that's like fine, but uh, yeah. It's, it's hard to eat a lot of. I'll say that. It's hard to yeah. eat a lot of. I mean, I, I, but like, it's just, it's not what I want. You know, it's like, I, I think like for me, it's, I like having like a little bit of like crispiness, you know, the soupier the pizza, the less I'm inclined to like it. So, so yeah, I think for me, I don't like the pure like cracker crust, but like, yeah, the, the kind of New York the New York uh, thickness, the the uh, that that's usually where I, where I want to be. Once in a while, I do I do enjoy like a little bit of a thicker, little bit of a thicker pizza. Um, you know, maybe something that's like a bit cheesier, a little bit of a departure from the New York slice, closer to what you'd might get at a Domino's. But yeah, I would say in general, the kind of like the thinner, the thinner like New York style pizza is probably my favorite. I also I do I do love like the first time I had like a Neapolitan pizza, like the the flatter kind of wood fired ones that did blow my mind when you like went to libretto back in the day in Toronto. But um, yeah, no, what, 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 what about you? I think I'm definitely on the, you know, just give me a New York slice that I can put a nice fold onto and just kind of go from there. I do like the yeah. kind of thinner one better. I'm, I'm, I'm also, I'm also like a big fan of like variety. So if, if we're, if we're doing like Sicilian slices and there's like four different kinds and I want to try all of them, uh, I'm going to feel pretty bad. Uh, if you put down like four grandma slices, uh, that's a lot of dough. Uh, when, when, when you like, when you, when you take a, when you take that sip of, uh, of that orange soda and then throw down your long john, like that's a big meal. I think we're all in agreement though. We're going for the corner slice, right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like I, it's all about getting like a little bit of that little bit of crispiness, like walking that fine line between crispy and burnt, uh, you know, getting a little bit of crispy on the pepperoni, getting a little bit of the. I mean, you get that like little bit of the crispy cheese sometimes right at the crust. Ooh, that's nice. I will say, I do think it's pretty interesting though. Uh, pizza is recession proof. And I think during the pandemic, pizza has really seen, wouldn't be fair to call it a rebirth. I mean, it's probably one of the most popular foods in the world, but you just think about how some foods have really suffered during the pandemic. Uh, you think about your kind of lunchtime, $15 salads probably aren't getting as much play because people aren't in their office, but pizzas are, you know, coming at you hot and ready fast all the time. I mean, you and I have now had Joe and Sal's pizza twice in the last four days. I feel great. I think I'm running at premium efficiency. It's kind of like just get like a high octane fuel 
Just your, the engine's running cleaner right now. It's the coal that makes this train roll. <laughs> I think on the topic of eating Joe and Sal's twice in four days, Mark, tell us about this pizza establishment in Crown Heights. Right. Yeah. So so we went to Joe and Sal's. Uh, as Corey mentioned, it's in Crown Heights. It's in it's in kind of. I feel like when most people think of Crown Heights, they probably think of the stretch north of uh, Eastern Parkway. Uh, this is south of Eastern Parkway in, in the lesser lesser acclaimed uh, South Crown Heights area. But, uh, you know, my neighborhood is, it's it's a great neighborhood. It's, it's definitely fairly diverse. It's kind of where a great Caribbean community kind of abuts where the, uh, there's a large Hasidic Jewish community. Uh, so it's kind of right on, right on the, right on the edges of those two. But jo- Joe and Sal's is a, I think it's like a local chain. I believe there's a handful of locations. I'm not quite sure how many. Uh, I was definitely aware of this uh, before we before we decided to do it for the B team. It was definitely my local uh, one one of my local pizza places. So if one of my I, there I've I've one pizza place that you also love that's a little bit closer to where I live. Um, but if that place is not open, I was heading down to Joe and Sal's because uh, they had uh they had pretty generous hours. If uh. If I, if I maybe uh, had had a late night food hankering. This place will definitely be there for you. Talk about finding a port in the storm. I think Joe and Sal, they'll be there for you. Yeah, they'll take care of you. Um, but yeah, Corey, uh, what did what did you think of, what do you think of Joe and Sal's? So we walked up and I definitely appreciate they still had some of their Christmas decorations up. Uh, we're recording this in late January, so Given the amount of Christmas trees I'm still seeing being carted out onto the road, uh, you know, it seemed fitting, but it kind of seemed like a pretty cool little uh, old school joint as well. There were some very interesting touches inside the restaurant. I loved the window from the kitchen directly to the street. So yeah, I you know, love you that. just come out and just get a slice and, you know, talk to Joe and Sal through the window. I really... Which people did. Yes, they did. <laughs> uh, one of the things I thought was really interesting too was just they had all these different you know, hello, my name is kind of stickers on their wall. Yeah, and I name, guess all the their, name tags. Yeah, their customers were just leaving a whole bunch of them there. I wish we had a pen. We could have left one for the B team. So, you know, it's kind of pizza place. Got a lot of little knickknacks and stuff. I think they had a sign that said, you know, if you're in a rush, you're in the wrong place. And a couple of murals, a couple of street signs. So, you know, place had place had a little bit of character. Yeah. Uh, oh, so on the name tag, are you, are you suggesting we need to do round three tomorrow or... I don't think my, like there'll be be an air raid siren going off in my body. Your body comes down. Your body is like the, like the aging bank robber. And we just need it. We just need it for one more job. We're doing it for the pod, not for the bod. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's, I think that the interior is definitely a little bit more interesting and and it seems like it has a a little bit more character than the true, than, than some of the other, kind of what you conceive of like the local slice joint. I know we had a couple uh, and a couple over on fifth Avenue and park slope that uh, near us that, that looked kind of a lot more generic. Whereas this, this seems to, to have a little bit more uh, character. I'd ask you what we ate, but Mark, what haven't we eaten over a couple of days? <laughs> uh, not a lot of, not a lot of veggie slices. I'll tell you that I uh, didn't have the deluxe we got a pretty wide swath from the menu. So I think our first, our first order, we had a bunch of different uh, slices. So we had both the regular cheese and then we had a few deluxe slices, including uh, we had uh, the bar- a barbecue chicken slice. We had more of a 
kind of like a meat lovers. It was, it was, it was like the, sol- we had a one that had kind of a couple different meats. We had a pesto slice and then we had, uh, we had the salumi, but on a, on a Sicilian. More of a Sicilian. Yeah. yeah. Round two, we came back and also we got a, another salumi pie, but this time on, uh, just, just a, just a standard, uh, standard Brooklyn, Brooklyn, uh, pizza. We also got the side or side order of some meatballs. We got the Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo bread knots twice. Big hit, <laughs> big hit. Uh, we got a, we got the Jamaican beef patty, which, you know, that was forgettable, but it's not why you go there. Honestly, I'm still getting used to seeing just like patties show up at non-Jamaican restaurants in New York, here's, but I accept it because I, I wonder, like patties. Well, here's the thing. What I wonder is if that's at every Joe and Siles or is like, that's kind of like their concession to Crown Heights. Cause I can tell you like, there's a lot of patty places in my neighborhood and, and, and you know, there's some, there's some great 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 caribbean food to be had some great jamaican beef patties to be had so i wonder if they were just like hey we could do that too but yeah we also we got some wings we got uh we got some salad and then we also got a a buffalo chicken sandwich which was on their specialties menu we're eating clean we're eating yeah real clean. So, so Corey, what what uh what were some highlights some highlights the salumi pie so we got, that was the one that we started off with as a Sicilian slice. And then we got more of the traditional one. And I could tell just from the first, first bite, I, I thought this is good, but I think I would really like this with just a real kind of thin traditional crust and dough and all that. And I was really happy the fact that we were able to get that today and get that taste. So I really enjoyed that. I thought their cheese slice was really good. Uh, I have a friend who will, whenever he goes to any sort of fancy pizza place, he'll always get, you know, one Slice with a lot of toppings and one with cheese, just to kind of see what everybody's baseline is. It's a pretty good it's like, way to it's compare. It's like white. It's like white balancing the pizza place. Yeah, and honestly, I thought that their cheese slice was pretty good. Uh, I feel like most of you and I were talking about this the other day. It feels like there's just something in the blend in New York where like the cheese slice here just feels a lot more interesting than you know the cheese slice you're getting in Winnipeg or Vancouver. It's the wa- it's the water, Corey. It's the water. It's why the it's why the bagels are good too. Yeah, I don't I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think it must be in something in the cheese blend. Yeah, because it it doesn't it do, it doesn't just taste like mozzarella on some dough with some 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 tomato sauce. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just the sauce. Maybe it's the sauce. Could be. Maybe a little bit of herb. Maybe it's just that grease. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I was, I'm not, I am not, uh, again, not a big cheese slice guy, but, uh, I told, I would, I would definitely uh, eat that cheese slice again. The chicken slice. I really did like the kind of mesh between the so barbecue like the, sauce. Yeah. And it's like the, the Buffalo. It's a kind of a Buffalo chicken deal, but it also had some barbecue. It's a bit more of a hybrid. So yeah. I did like kind of getting a bit of a hot barbecue, if that makes sense. Hot barbecue. Like, you know, it was like, like a, bar- a spice, like a spicy barbecue. Yeah. Like a spicy okay. barbecue. Not like it's cold, cold barbecue is almost like an oxymoron. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I liked it too. I didn't, I didn't really get any heat from, I didn't really get any heat from the barbecue pizza. I, I got a lot of like sweetness. It was like a really sweet barbecue sauce, but, um, definitely good. I definitely enjoyed that. That was uh that was a highlight of the, of night one of, of the, of the pizza. Uh, the pesto slice. I don't want to speak for you, but I think that we both kind of felt that it was pretty good. It was almost like eating a flatbread because it was on that Sicilian style. You know, half a slice was great. I think having a couple of those, you know, it'd be like putting down a white pie where it's just really hard. So yeah, it was, it good was in small doses. It was rich as hell. Um, but definitely surprised me because I was, I had pretty low expectations. Um, also, yeah, not a big, 
not a big white slice guy. I feel like if you go into a pizzeria and you order only white slices, you should go to jail. Uh, I think there's, there is something wrong with you. It's, it's just initially manifested itself in pizza, but, uh, you are a risk to your community. (laughs) Uh, the meatballs, I guess, you know, Meatballs at most pizza places kind of taste the same to me, so I didn't yeah, really, it's it, hard hard to gauge. I guess is maybe I think a fair the meatballs, way to put it. The meatballs were fine. I think the wings were salty and not that great. Garlic knots. Now we're talking. Surprisingly <laughs> good. So these are just normal like bread, yeah, you know, like bread knots. And yeah, I think that's the in a gar- real. It's like a garlic knot, but then doused in buffalo sauce but not like a frank's red hot like this is a thick buffalo sauce well and and the interesting is the first night we got just we got like a side just like one we got one like a garlic knot on the side we didn't get like a full order and it came to us just like wrapped up and it was it was dry because it didn't it it was just wrapped up in tinfoil so it didn't um come covered in sauce i actually loved that one even more because it kind of just had like the buffalo flavor in the knot itself the second time we got them we got a full order so it was like in a in, in a tinfoil plate just bathed in sauce <laughs> which was still good but like it was a lot yeah they're definitely going heavy on the sauce at uh, joe and sal's on everything from pizza to knots to salads they're going heavy on the sauce yeah that was, that was a soupy that was a soupy caesar salad <laughs> i i'm not gonna lie it was it was like kind of unpleasant. I, I really, I really would not. Uh, I, I would steer clear of the salad. But uh, if you if you do go to John Sal's, I think as you put it, uh, I feel like a lot like the the restaurant itself is just kind of telling you, uh, yeah, maybe not with the salad today. I kind of want to make like a, a paper mache joke or like you know if you need to drywall a room or like spackle a little hole in the drywall, like there you go. But we we don't have to make that joke. Yeah, I think that's I I think I think paper mache is 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 about right for the consistency of it. It was it's a bunch of newspaper soaked in glue. <laughs> uh, okay, Mark. So now that we've eaten pretty much the entire Joe and Sal catalog, uh, how would you rate this restaurant? You, you know, I think when I look at when I look at a restaurant like this, I think you have to kind of compare it to other restaurants in the same kind of. Uh, you know, hitting the same segment, right? Like I'm not going to compare it to like, what's the, what's my favorite pizza in New York or you know, even, even the, even the, the venerable dirty dominoes when, when I'm, when I'm considering it in the, in the context of being a local chain slice joint, you can go in there and, uh, and get a couple slices, not going to break the bank. Very reasonable. Very, think- very reasonable. I think I think you got to be pretty happy with it. I think I think in terms of I mean I I definitely like having it in the neighborhood. Um, it's definitely a good pizza option. I you know I think it I think it it does what it sets out to do. Um, I don't think they I don't think they reach they overreach at all. Uh, it's a definitely above average slice. I'm gonna give it a B. I'm gonna give it a B too. Uh, clearly you and I went back three days later. So if we're gonna go back, I would recommend if someone's in the neighborhood and they're looking for you know, a slice, I'd say, Hey, go to town. Definitely try the Buffalo knot. So going to get a B for me as well. I think it's definitely, like you said, in a different category. It's not like you're going for a super gourmet, fancy pizza. You know, you're not going to, you know, some of the, you're not getting like a Neapolitan as you were saying, but if you want 
a nice slice, you want a couple different varieties of slice and you don't want to break the bank doing it, I think Joe and Sal's is more than serviceable. Like I said, just make sure you get those buffalo knots and uh, I think you'll be pretty pretty pleased. So Corey, that's uh you know that's what we thought about Joe and Sal's. I've got some some reviews here that I've pulled from from Yelp. This this one's from Brock D. The buffalo garlic knots are on point. Must be from a kid. He's probably TikTok to this. This place rules and the employees seem like real nice people. Don't sleep on the artichoke slice. It's the bomb. I don't think I saw an artichoke slice there. Is there do we have to go back for a third visit to cover more ground? Are you calling Brock D a liar? <laughs> I am not. Uh, okay, this one's kind of long, so I'm going to kind of jump around it. But uh, this is uh, truly unhinged. Uh, this is from Sheretta. Me to friend while leaving a party at the Brooklyn Museum. OMG, if we could just find one pizza spot open at this hour, I swear I'll go to church more. Friend to me. And I'd never curse again. We continued walking aimlessly, and there it was. Joe and Sal's, illuminated as if God sent. We walk in and are instantly greeted by, you guessed it, Joe and Sal. Struck up some great convos and got a couple of lessons in my Italian pronunciations. Prazut and Galamar. LOL. I enjoyed a beautifully thick broccoli rob slice. Totally amazing and not even bitter. Gooey and cheesy with huge tender garlic chunks smiling back at me. Uh, there's there's like two more paragraphs, by the way. Uh, and in the end, uh, she recommends it and says, Arrivederci. That is dedication. That is dedication. I, I'm not leaving a lot of reviews and they're not that long if I ever do. This one, uh, this one is from... Uh, it, be, it it appears to be a uh, Japanese customer. Even though my mom forced me to come here, I found it a good idea to listen to her. The pizza did take a long time to prepare. And the place is small for my liking. If you're in a rush, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> but it's worth the wait. They play really great Spanish music, and it has a grade A inspection grade. Nothing wrong with this place. That was from two years ago. Oh, sweet Evie. Will you be disappointed <laughs> as to how far they've fallen? Hey, but hey, they, they put it in the window, which we can't say about everybody else. Uh, this is from Justin. This place doesn't know hospitality. I'm waiting to order, and he has the audacity to tell me to wait. It starts to make a new pizza. I don't know what Justin thinks goes on there, but that's what he's got to do. <laughs> This is from Heaven. Um, took more than an hour uh, to not only make a pie, but to deliver it a few blocks away. Not only that, this Caucasian guy behind the counter made five pies while we were waiting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why that was relevant, but seemed, seemed, seemed important that he was Caucasian, that one. I think these people might need to discover like seamless or calling ahead. Uh, last one's from LP. Uh, one of the guys, Sal, question mark, who works there, refuses to wear a mask, says he is done with masks. Great pizza, but you prepare people's food, dude. The pandemic is far from over. and People die from the virus. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Hey, if Sal says it's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us on another episode of the B Team. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at B Team Podcast. You can listen to Mark on his other podcast called Your Playlist Sucks, his music podcast. 
Uh, please rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcast. And look, until then, you know, we'll probably see you at Joe and Sal's and uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you have any suggestions or feedback on the pod, uh, hit us up on, on Instagram. Just slide right into those greasy DMs. See you later, everybody.